Hello, you beautiful people. My name is Davi Vieira. I'm joined by Abe Maderos and Charlie Maderos. Welcome to the Redox Cinema Podcast. Wow. Wow. It feels great to be back here, guys. It's been a minute. That's for sure. <laughs> it has been a long minute. A long minute. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, we made it. Last time where we actually did something was the Oscar stream. And yeah. Then, when was that again? Like that was in two April. months ago. <laughs> April. That was in April. It feels like forever ago. We took a long break and because we had some stuff. We had some life stuff go down. Yeah. Yeah. Good life stuff go down, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. We had some great stuff. David, tell us what, we, what you were up to. Oh, what I was up to? Yeah. Um, I graduated college. Woo! Let's go. <laughs> yeah, round of applause. <laughs> yeah. Where's round of applause, yeah, buddy? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Fire. That's for Davi right there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you very there. much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, and what about you, Abe? Oh, me? Um, nothing too exciting. Um, I was spending my days and my free time um, studying for this um, professional certification for my job. You know, that thing where we have to do nine to five to make money. Yep. Um, so, you know, I, I thankfully passed my certification, which is great. Um, but now it's over. Cheers! Watch movies again. There you go, too. Yeah. How about you, Charles? No, what? I've just been becoming an old man. That's all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Back problems and things keeping me from <laughs> recording episodes with you guys. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. You're getting better, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting better, thankfully. Yeah. Oh, things yeah, yeah. are, things yeah. are moving up. Word. Okay. What am I looking forward to? Um, the Celtics are in the NBA Finals. First time since yes, I was... I was seven. I was 12. That Wait, yeah, no, 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 when we won. Okay, we won. No, I, was, Wait, I was nine. I was nine. Oh, last wrong time. sound effect. There it is. <laughs> Celtics in the NBA Finals. <laughs> the last time was 2010. I was probably 11. Yeah, I was 11. That was a while back. 10. You were yeah, 10. 10. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um... I'm hype. Uh, yeah, people. This ain't this ain't a bo- basketball podcast, but I, I, we we just wanted to give that update. Um, one day we're gonna put like a Redox Cinema extra of just like it's just gonna be a thirty second clip of the most stressed out moments Davi has during a Celtics game, and y'all understand <laughs> why I bring this up, please. But, oh. So you know, it's great that we're here. I'm not gonna. I, I'm gonna say this, and like, I don't mean this actually, because I'm happy they made it. But like, I was waiting for that last game for us to lose, and me just be like, well, you know, now I can relax. Now I can go to bed at a reasonable hour. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. But now, <laughs> now, games are at 9 p.m. So I'm gonna be watching these things on the weekdays. Let's and go. I have to work the next day. Seize up. But it's okay. It's okay. So for I'll be in bed. <laughs> Charlie will be in bed. <laughs> but um. But yeah. Just so you guys know, we have been I and Charlie and I don't know a, but we have um been watching movies. But the problem is, we just could not. We weren't finding time to review films because we were just busy um, yeah. with finishing the semester off. Abe had to get a certification, mm-hmm. and Charlie um, was dealing with some back pains, and he's hopefully getting better, so that's good. That's great news. But we are finally bringing you guys another review, and that is the blockbuster sensation of Top Gun Maverick. Woo! This was 
I was expecting it for a long time and it kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. And let me say the delays worked mm-hmm. well, I think. Listen, mm-hmm. man. It was well worth the wait. The five foot six giant is back. Tom Cruise is back on the screen. <laughs> Short King Summer, bro. Short King Summer. <laughs> and I mean, we'll get into it with the review, but I wasn't expecting too much with this film because I, you know, I'm not even the biggest Tom Cruise guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he, he, to be fair, huge respect to him because of all the stuff that he does like cinematically and like stunt wise and all that he has longevity um but he's not really my cup of tea and action movies aren't really my cup of tea but top gun maverick man interesting yeah very interesting Mm -hmm. i mean going into this film um one thing i i i write up a lot about write up a lot a lot about this film and charlie had um sent me a couple videos was that it was just the the filmmaking techniques that they were doing for this film yeah and the filmmaking abilities that they were absolutely going bananas like it was the stuff i was seeing i was like yo this is crazy so coming in i was honestly going in for more of the tech technical elements Mm -hmm. i wasn't really going in for the story i was like bro i can honestly care less about the story i'm trying to see what they did with these imax cameras (laughs) because y'all they they were able to fit six imax imax cameras into a cockpit like how do you do that i mean you could tell from the trailer that you were like damn this is gonna be crazy yeah. just, just look at mm-hmm. so that i think got people excited at, mm-hmm. at least to see this mm-hmm. movie. yeah yeah i mean i did some like research on what cameras they use they use the sony venice which allows you to like detach the front end from the body which gives it more space mm-hmm. to put it somewhere else uh and they use like small kind of cheap lenses actually and it worked. <laughs> it worked really well. Those are IMAX grade cameras. Like they worked really. That's insane. It's That's just super cool. Um, but should we get into the plot? You know, give yeah. people a bit of a yeah. background of what's going on. Go ahead. So the the plot of Top Gun Maverick review. I got a little you know excerpt here. If my brother can move his head, then I would gladly read the paragraph. My bad. <laughs> go ahead. Go for it. Uh, so after more than thirty years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Maverick Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. Training a detachment of graduates for a special assignment, Maverick must confront the ghosts of his past and his deepest fears, culminating in a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice from those who choose to fly it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, excuse me, we basically get to see, like, Maverick get called up to the Top Gun thing again, which he left off, like, However many years ago, I forget when the original was released. 30. Yeah. But, well, I, I, 30 I, years is the time span that they go past. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. yeah. I think this plot had a lot of words. So just a yeah. quick rundown. After, you know, if you haven't seen the original Top Gun, Top Gun is a is a top class of Navy pilots who get to fight um, in, in fighter jets. Tom Cruise was, you know, in the original film, one of the best fighter pilots. And that's what he's been doing his entire life, right? He's been in the military throughout his entire career. Uh, he's been a pilot his entire career and he has no ambition to move up because he does what he does and he he is the best at it. So when they call him in basically for this new mission, you know, he's kind of he, he's kind of, you know, still stagnant in this place, right? You know, in the original movie, um, you know, I don't it's not a spoiler because at this point if you're going to be watching this movie, um, you'll know but you know in the original movie goose his wingman dies so he's kind of you know come to terms with that you know has has a bit of um 
you know, regrets with that still, um, but still is all, all about being a pilot and, 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 and he is the best at it. So when they call him for this new mission, he's like, oh, this is a hard mission. I can fly it, whatever. But here he is. And they're asking him to be a teacher for these new recruits. And he has no idea what he's doing because he's not a teacher. He flies. Um, but he's got a new challenge. And, you know, I thought the premise was cool and it served a good purpose. And I, it led for interesting story and led for good nostalgia and yeah. a lot of stuff that um, I wasn't really expecting from this film. And, you know, we've seen a lot of requels that I like to call them the reboot sequel yep, yep, hybrid. Yep. Um, I thought this was, you know, uh, the, the plot for it made good sense to, you know, give it enough fresh material, but still give an ode to um, the original, which I thought was cool. I agree. I agree. It's uh, definitely like. Well, I, I'm going to go ahead and just say it off the bat. I think it's better than the original. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. I agree. With you. I'm with I you. think they did more with um, the characters and didn't only just focus on Maverick, which I'm not going to lie. Like, he's 80% of the movie. Like, yeah. he's on screen the mm -hmm. majority of the time. Yep. So it's still very much centered around him, but they they make the other characters important as well mm -hmm. and make you want to connect with the other characters, which I really liked. Yep. Um, And like Davi was saying before, the the cinematic masterclass that this movie is mm. those are the moments i think that will stand out to a lot of people as well that theater experience seeing them doing those maneuvers in a in a f-18 like cockpit is so sick so sick it was far this movie's made for imax so i'm just gonna say that right off the bat go watch it in the biggest screen you could possibly find mm -hmm. um hopefully you don't run into the issue like we did where our theater had no subwoofers turned on. No base. And no butt kickers in the seats. We went to the Jordan's IMAX and they just reopened after two years specifically <laughs> for this movie. And like the highlight of why we go to that theater, those things weren't working. And it was kind of a bummer. It was, yeah. it was kind of a bummer. It was still great. It was still good to see. But that did, that did piss me off. Yeah. That did piss me off. Yeah. It, it took like maybe 20 minutes or so for me to finally like get adjusted and just ignore the fact that that stuff wasn't working and yeah. then i got like it actually like, yeah. involved in the story i agree um but yeah besides the point just try to watch it on the biggest screen and honestly i think that's a good testament to the movie because how many films that i've been in that i'm just like i can't get over how bad the sound is yeah. depending on where we're watching it the fact that i was able to like kind of forget about it enough to be like engulfed into the movie i think is a testament right. to how good the movie is honestly yeah. You know what I mean? Like you got to, it, it, you know, it hooked me enough that I, I didn't care after a certain point. After after everything, I still was like, I talked to Charlie and I was like, yo, that was terrible. Like, I don't know what the theater was doing. <laughs> but, yeah. but for the time that we were there, uh -huh. I think we were still able to enjoy it, which I think is a testament to the movie being good. Right. I agree. And uh, I want to shout out the supporting cast too, because like the, the kids they picked for, you know, I'm saying kids, they're adults, but like yeah. in, in when you're comparing them to Tom Cruise's character, yeah, Tom Cruise's kids, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's mentoring them, basically training them, going through hardcore training. Mm. The characters were great. I, mm -hmm. I loved every actor that played them. Um, I don't, I, I, Miles Teller is the one that stands out for me because that's who I know the most. And mm -hmm. he, if you don't know, he plays, uh, he plays Goose's son from the original, and in this movie, his call sign is Rooster. Yep, mm -hmm. and my God, does he resemble <laughs> so uh, well that so much? Oh yeah, they do. It was really, really good. There's that a scene where they're in like a pub playing music, and he's on the piano playing "Great Balls of Fire" that his dad originally played, and it was uh, just like, oh my God, that was a very emotional yeah. scene. Yeah. Um, 
to compare it to the first film, I, I don't want. I know I, I'm gonna compare it to the first film. We have to. Um, we have, we to. have to. Yeah. But just who Tom Cruise is as an actor, um, I feel like we when we meet Tom Cruise's characters in any of his films, he is a very confident character in almost all of his movies. Mm-hmm. Right? He has a very confident persona, and he knows what he's doing. He's courageous. He doesn't give a crap anymore. He's like, I'm gonna do it, and that's how and that's how it goes. But with this one. I really enjoyed that he was kind of on edge and he was insecure with the past and what went down yeah. and he was, he yeah. was in trauma. He was dealing with past mistakes. Right. And I was so, I was, I was impressed that they went that route. Um, because with the original Top Gun, you know, Maverick is like, he's a cocky person yeah. and he's still cocky in this one, but he, he's, he, you can see that he has matured and he's humbled himself right. a lot more compared to the first film. And I love that they did that, uh, specifically for his character development. I think yeah. that brings in the role that he's playing in this movie um, because now he is the teacher, right? Like, mm-hmm. he, he's now uncomfortable because now he has to be – he's on the hook for everybody else, right? Like, he yeah. has a responsibility. Before, when he was a pilot, and obviously you're a pilot, you're a wingman, you have to, you know, watch out for, for the people you're flying with, right? And, you know, your, your team, of course. But now as the teacher, like, your the responsibility is on you to teach these, you know, young pilots – to do what it is that you can do. Um, But I really like that point that you brought up, Davi, about, you know, Tom Cruise, you know, you know exactly what you're getting with him in the past. I think, honestly, I don't think enough people make that observation because I think he's kind of a similar type of person that we see as like, you know how Ryan Reynolds plays Ryan Reynolds? Right. Mm -hmm. Tom Cruise plays Tom Cruise. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But this movie, I think, added a different element to him and, and gave him kind of a platform to, you know, um, yeah. show different character traits, show different, um, you know, type of role than than we've kind of seen. You know, obviously it's still the the you know badass Tom Cruise, still like you know insane that he's doing all these stunts and all of that, and the confidence is is great. Yeah. But you know, you definitely see a vulnerable side to him, and you definitely see um, a bit of growth. You see a bit of his pain and his trauma, and and uh, how he tries to to overcome that, which which I thought the movie did pretty well. Yeah, I agree. I, like. Like we said, he's not a kid anymore. You know mm-hmm. how he was in the original movie. He was just a kid, a Top Gun pilot. You know he's cocky and whatever because he's the best pilot that they had. And he went through a loss of Goose, and I feel like that trauma taught him a lot of life lessons mm-hmm. about the fact that it's not just about him. He's when you're put in that position, you're out there to also look out for other people, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what he's doing with these new pilots especially with rooster he feels like he has to be this fatherly yeah. figure to him yeah. because he didn't grow up with his dad and it's on him he feels like it's on him right right that dynamic was so good it was it, it was. was so good and they kind of played it off mm-hmm. from the original mm-hmm. as well like they yeah basically did the same thing but in a new way and mm-hmm. it felt good it, it gave a respect to who goose was in the past yeah but also the future of goose and now in rooster you know, exactly. you know what I mean? It just, it, yep. it was so good to see that. And Miles Teller, seeing him back on the big screen, because I haven't seen him in the big screen in a while, was yeah. was amazing. Because yep. he's a very talented actor. Yes. Um, And just also how genuine the, the supporting cast were with one another. I felt like they knew each other. It, it, like the relationship that, yeah. they, that they were, the they chemistry was so good. I, I loved it. Yeah. You can just tell that, you know, the, the on set, you, you can tell that. When you watch a movie and you look, you watch all the way through, you can tell that on set, these people were having 
fun yeah. and they were connecting really well with yeah. one another yeah. and we got exactly that on the big yeah. screen yeah. and the feud between uh glenn powell's character hangman mm-hmm. and, Ro- and miles teller as rooster it's the same kind of thing as uh maverick and Iceman in the first yeah. movie yep. mm-hmm. you know they're feuding they're competing to be the top pilots and you know basically just like stroking their own ego and whatever and it's very interesting. It's very yeah. interesting. It's and a it's, pissing match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's exactly. Really and Tom Cruise, like, uh, or Maverick, sees this and he knows this all too well. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's yeah. like, kid, don't don't let him get in your head. Like, yeah. And I, I want to shout him out because I think Len Powell was honestly one of my favorite actors in this in this whole film. Um, yeah. I found myself kind of hating him, his character, which is exactly what you wanted to do, right? right. Like, you needed mm-hmm. to... Um, you needed to hate you needed to kind of uh, a villain per se like that's part of this team um and i think he killed it i think he did a great job obviously like he is the most talented pilot out of all of them and he knows it um so it's almost like he kind of has a little bit of maverick and iceman in him Mm -hmm. and you know that that kind of competition i think they you know knowing a little bit about the first movie it's super cool to see the parallels but even if you don't know about the first movie, you still see these dynamics that play out so easily on screen. It feels yeah. natural. It doesn't feel like they're trying too hard to make nostalgia work. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like they're trying too hard to make all these parallels happen between characters from the first movie to the second movie, which I appreciated and I thought mm-hmm. they did a good job with. Yeah. I feel like they didn't want to depend on the first one yeah. to exactly. carry out yeah. finishing this film. Mm-hmm. And would you say, like, I don't, I don't think people need to no. watch the first one, they but do. I do think it's a benefit to... Yeah, watch and understand the first mm-hmm. one to feel those emotional connections that, that they want you to feel in the second film because I, it ties in yeah. very much with the relationship between Maverick and Rooster and Maverick and Goose's old relationship. I agree. Like I, I had a, a, a I had an emotional attachment um, coming in because mm-hmm. I, I knew the because I I literally watched uh, the original I think three hours before seeing Maverick. Right. So coming in, I think you could easily pinpoint oh who's who um like i knew you when miles teller came on as rooster i was like oh that's goose's son right there and then you could tell so you definitely have a bet you definitely have a a a better attachment to the story by watching the original yeah but it's not necessary absolutely i haven't seen the original in, in years so it was a little bit hazy for me but um, I think that the film did a good job with some of the callbacks that it did because yep. it did provide some shots from like the original movie to provide mm-hmm. context of like what happened. Yeah. Um, and I was nervous about that at first because, you know, I think that movies sometimes, you know, what we were just talking about rely too much on the first film mm-hmm. to kind of carry the narrative of the second. Um, but I think they did a perfect, you know, balance of providing you with the snapshot of why, you know, this uh, scene or whatever is happening is important to the story. Um, you know, by calling back to the first movie, um, and not you know not leaning too heavily on the nostalgia, but I you know I thought it was tasteful. I thought it was done well. Um, one thing I'll say about the first movie, I thought it was like very corny, but I think it's because of the movies at the time. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I think a lot of them had that vibe. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know I was worried about them just doing too much of that in yeah. this movie, trying to be similar to the first one. But I think this movie kind of stands alone in its own. Like you know what I mean? Like yep. it, it's not. Um, the vibe of it didn't feel like, oh, we're trying to just remake the exact thing mm-hmm. that we did the first time and just, you know, get yeah. some money from it. You know, it felt like an original story and still, um, you know, had the, the callbacks. Although I'd say it still kind of stays true to the original in terms of the corny factor. There are some parts that are like oh, yeah. corny-ish, but I feel like it, it's supposed to be that way. Yes. Because mm-hmm. you're still supposed to get the same vibe 
of like the original film, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it also maybe a little bit predictable because I did, yeah. I was able yeah. to predict some of the things that were going to happen. Maybe not to the T, like exactly how it would happen, mm-hmm. but a general consensus of where this film was going, which ended up not being a mm-hmm. bad thing because in the end, it still makes you feel so good, so emotional <laughs> so and connected. Good. It's kind of like a feel good movie in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. which is a little bit strange for like a fighter pilot movie maybe, but. Yeah. It works and they, they did it so well. It's because they were good at creating, they were good at making sure that you connected with the characters emotionally. Exactly. So when you got to the end and everything is happening, it's like, wow. Yeah. Like it, it's a victory. Absolutely. And that's how you felt watching, finishing the film. You're like, yeah. whoa, like, let's celebrate this because this was, it was is, more of a celebratory ending. Which mm-hmm. is perfect. Like that's exactly what every movie needs to do is mm-hmm. good character building and good story. Yeah. But then the cherry on top for this movie. Are those action sequences? Oh, one hundred percent crazy. Let me tell you, crazy. If you are a fan of blockbuster films and action films, you need to run to the theaters and watch this movie. Oh yeah, true. Because, you know, I, I feel I, I was commenting with um, with, who was it? But I was I was bringing up um, how today uh, we we're depending too much on on Disney and and superhero movies to kind of carry the blockbuster um effect and making sure that people go to theaters guys we have a really good blockbuster film out right now and it's taking people to theaters and it's it's refreshing to see a movie like this do well yeah it's so good because now it just shows that there is hope in new films that don't rely on superheroes and other big ips right you know yeah Right. This is a this is a big idea. It is though. a big idea. It, it, it is. It is. Um, but but I agree with you in the sense of. But it's not. It's not a superhero movie. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not one that comes out every three to six months. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know? Right. It's this one is... that we waited thirty years or whatever mm-hmm. timeline it was. I don't know. Yeah. Math is hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like looking into the stuff, the fact that they uh, this is where I admire Tom Cruise so much is the fact that he relied heavily on practical effects instead mm-hmm. of trying to CGI everything. Because first of all, it's going to look better. It's going to age better, and it's not going to, you know, it it it's not going to take you out of the movie because you're like, oh, that CGI kind of looks crappy. You mm-hmm. know? We just saw like Disney put out uh, the She-Hulk trailer. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, you talking about or not Disney Marvel, but whatever, same thing. It is. They company. are, you know, billions upon billions of dollar corporation and theater company or whatever, and they like just butchered the cgi on that to the point where fans got so upset that they went and go went ahead and fixed it it is the, a series though right it's a series yeah. but it doesn't it doesn't matter like they have the they can pour any amount of money at it i mean and make it incredible after seeing what you know? they did with moon knight i don't i, I feel like they're just turning yeah. stuff out I, I i i don't i don't know if i can accept the fact like oh it's a tv series for oh no, for no, no. marvel and disney specifically i'm not like, accepting you know? i'm not accepting the level i'm that just excuse. saying i'm not i'm not surprised at this point i think that disney right. is very much just churning stuff out and not yeah. doing things but enough about crapping on them so yeah you know? they're like, doing a great job they do their own they're thing but like job. this is where i admire them and it puts him like almost in the ca- same category to me is like Christopher Nolan, Denis Villeneuve, like they know how to merge practical elements and CGI together. This movie uses very little CGI just to be straightforward you guys. Like mm-hmm. a lot of what you're seeing on screen, like the pilots were actually in the planes mm-hmm. as they're being flown. He put all of them through flight school to learn and to be able to actually like take those G forces on their body and get used to it. So sick. It's mm-hmm. incredible. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Glenn Powell talks about how 
you know, he was getting text messages from Tom Cruise like uh, after they finished uh, making the movie. Cause to join Scientology? No. <laughs> <laughs> good one. Almost. That's good. Yeah. That was really good. But um, <laughs> to get his pilot's license. Uh, he yeah, was like yeah, always yeah, checking yeah. up on him. I and like, hey, that. you made it. You know, you had your first cross country. You had your first solo flight. You had your first one. Right, right. Yeah. Celebrating that with him. And I think that's awesome to get connected yeah. to your actors that way. And yeah, what's I think what's good about this film is that you can't tell what's VFX, you can't tell what's what's yeah. actually practical. So they that's what makes together. it what yeah. makes the movie good because you can say, oh, they used a little bit, but at the end of the day, we don't yeah, know. No idea. <laughs> we right. have honestly, no I, idea. Honestly, don't care. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I was watching the director. I forget who the director. Uh, Joseph. Um, uh, I can scroll. Kaczynski. Yeah. 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 So um, he was talking about how they shot over 800 hours of film for this. Holy um, crap. They put, you know, IMAX cameras in the cockpit. They God bless the their editor, thing. bro. And and they they can uh, even after eight hundred hours of editing all that, uh, filming all that, they only would take like thirty second clips of each like segment. <laughs> oh my god, <gosh, laughs> so, that's crazy. Like only a very few seconds. But um, wow. yeah, a lot of the flying stuff, like you see a plane like just flying over something or like dipping down, like that's all real stunts mm-hmm. being done on that plane. Yeah, filmed with IMAX cameras. So sick. It's amazing. And I hope more filmmakers like chase that mm-hmm. to yeah. create these grand things that we can see. It was the cherry on top for the experience, in my opinion. Facts. Davi, you want to give us a little box office? Uh, yeah. Rundown? Oh, yeah. if you guys know, I love box office. I love looking at this Heck stuff. Yeah. Our theater but, was packed. <laughs> it, yeah, it was. But just a heads up, y'all. This film is mashing the box office right now um, with a budget of $170 million. That's according to Variety. Some other... Uh, um, Sources sources are are doing 152 million. Variety said 170 million, um, but yeah, uh, largest. So let me give you some facts. This is the largest Memorial Day opening weekend, grossing 160.5 million dollars, um, beating Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End. Uh, that was in 2007. Opened with 153 million. That's huge. Um, it had 139 million globally with the opening weekend, with a total cum of. 300 million crazy that is really good big numbers uh-huh and then also according to variety um maverick also secured the big the biggest debut in cruz's 40-year career wow that's surprising <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, marking his first movie to surpass 100 million dollars in a single weekend what that's the first time that's ever happened in his career that's bizarre to me <laughs> war of the yeah. worlds which opened uh to 64 million in 2005 Previously was the biggest opening weekend of his career. That's crazy. He absolutely smashed it, bro. That's crazy <laughs> considering the fact that we have seven Mission Impossible. Yeah, I was gonna say I was literally gonna say mm-hmm. I thought right. all the Mission Impossible. The largest Mission Impossible opening weekend was sixty one million, and that was Fallout. My God, twenty eighteen. That's like double. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so. It's, a, I, it's crazy. I was I was shocked when I read that. I was like, yeah. bro, I, I I swear this man has probably had. There's no way Tom Cruise did not have a hundred million weekend. Yeah, and he's crazy. never had it. First he, time in his career. He honestly timed the release very well too, because the movie got delayed like two years. Yeah, it right. Did. It got de- kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed, and then finally it released Memorial Day weekend, which I think makes a lot of sense for this movie. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there was nothing else lined up against it. So it, 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 honestly, it was just on its own because Doctor Strange is the only other big film in the theater right now that people are still probably going to see. But that came out like two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So majority of people have probably already gone through that. So yeah, mm-hmm. he, it, timing was impeccable. Yeah, impeccable. he was also a producer of the film, so he was yeah. smart. Yeah, um, very smart, very smart man. Marketing team was really smart with this film. Absolutely. They they knew uh, you can tell that um, the the production company 
um, knew exactly what they were doing with this film because they knew that this can this did not you know they right. c- cannot release this in 2020 or yeah. 2021. They needed yeah. to find a date that made sense. True, absolutely. And shout out, shout out theaters. Shout out everyone absolutely. going and seeing seeing this in movie theaters. And I'll say like, uh, even though I was kind of bummed about our like subwoofers and all that yeah. not working because that would have just immersed a, a, a felt more immersion into the movie mm-hmm. um like at the end of the film i haven't experienced this in years so many years everyone was clapping yeah mm-hmm. you know everyone was clapping we went on a sunday night there was the a lot of memorial day the theater was packed there was a lot of older folks and i think there was that, yeah. there, you know people came to see the second you know this movie which you know calls back to the first which i thought was awesome um, but yeah, it's you know people complain about the clapping in the movie theater thing, but I I'm one of the people who it. actually the likes it. Good, I like it. The movie's I like good. It. You're celebrating a piece of art, and yeah. you enjoyed it. Clap. For it's it. different mm-hmm. when you're like in a plane and like you know you, you land and you clap like that. You shut up. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> pilots land all the time, so like whatever. Yeah. But like unless it's, it's a really bumpy landing, then sure. That's true. true. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. But um, yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like that just made it even better for me mm-hmm. the yeah. people clapping at the end and everyone enjoyed it it was great and also the the people we went with um, yeah oh, uh, they the all group, loved it the group that we went with we went with a, a good amount of a group of friends and a very we were diverse re- yeah. movie wise yeah. group of friends <laughs> and like they all interested in different types of things mm-hmm. so and we all loved it equally all loved it, yeah and that was that was fun to see and yeah. also i think we were the loudest in the theaters because we were laughing at every <laughs> dang joke we just yeah. were having a great time yeah, watching yeah. this great film. time great time um but let's get into ratings. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Go for it, Davi. <laughs> oh wow, me first. Go yeah. ahead. Okay. You'd be you'd be waffling, so you know, <laughs> do the honors. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Um, Top Gun Maverick. Um, like I said before, coming into this film, when I was you know thinking about this movie and prepping for it, my initial you know I, mentally coming and I was like, yo, I'm honestly gonna just see it for the tech the technical elements and the filmmaking masterclass that this film's going to be. Um, I wasn't really thinking about the story as much, but um, after watching the film, it was so good that we got a great story with it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it made the movie even better for me. Um, it impacted me really well. It, I was like, dang, I was not expecting uh, an emotional impact as much. And it did. It was emotionally impact i was emotionally impacted it was sad it was funny it was it was amazing to see and also to be back at the theater that we were was amazing um but one thing i would say i think the plot is very predictable yeah um Uh it is which is fine because a lot of blockbuster films are predictable but Mm -hmm. if the movie is done well and we get to the end and everything connects and makes sense i don't care right um but it is predictable, and that's okay. Um, as long as you craft a film, a good film, and that's all I'm looking for. But with that being said, um, oh, one thing I want to add, ask, add to is that again, shout out the cast, the entire cast, Tom Cruise, and every, on all the supporting actors because they were amazing. Um, I'm not gonna go. We have them named here. I'm not gonna name all of them, but they were so good. But okay, with that being said, um, I'm giving Top Gun Maverick. Uh, 8.75. That's a good score. Wow. I like that. <clears throat> it's high. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Me next? Sure. Why not? Okay. Um, yeah, I agree with a lot of the things that Davi said. Um, you know, I, for one, 
just off the bat, I am my least favorite genre of film. Actually, not my least, but one of my lower favorites is, is action movies. Um, mm -hmm. They don't quite do it for me. I think pr predictability is part of that factor. So okay. I think that plays into what I what I do. But I like to remind myself, no matter if a movie's predictable, if the payoff is good, yep. like if it gives you that satisfaction at the end mm -hmm. of the day, like even if it was predictable, does it make you feel good about the characters, the story, what happened? Um, then I think that, you know, that's still a mark of a good movie, no matter whether it's a predictable or not. Yep. Um, so, you know, I had a good time. Not the biggest, you know, Tom Cruise guy, but, you know, I got my money's worth for this film. I thought everybody was great. I thought he did a good job. You can't knock, you know, his hustle, what he does for film stunt wise um, and for just like his longevity. The fact that this man is 60, some, 60 at this point, I think, at least. And he's uh, still making movies of this quality is, is kind of amazing. And you have to applaud that, I think. So yeah. um, with all that being said, cast was great. Awesome. Great experience back at the theaters. Um, I'm going to give this film a 7.8. Good score still. It was a very yeah, it was a good good score. Yep. I think it's I think it's an easy watch. Yep. I think anybody can go to this theater and watch this movie and enjoy it. Um, you know, one of our friends, like girlfriends, was there and watching the movie and she was like so into it at some point. And you know, I could I know that this kind of movie is not necessarily her cup of tea. So like I think anyone could go to this film, watch it, um, and you're gonna enjoy your time there. And for that, seven point eight. Yeah. I think um I agree with everything the guy said and then the spectacle of the cinematography really tied in well it's not just the shots of you know the dog fighting going on or like the stunts with the airplanes mm -hmm. it's just in general like tom cruise looking out into the sunset like them playing volleyball at the beach like or football at the beach this time yeah in the original they play volleyball yes did a little callback to that um all of it looks great it's like that golden hollywood color like yeah. it, the grading is the same with very, the original film yeah too. it's beautiful and i love how it starts off with you know the original theme and then mm -hmm. danger zone all that's beautiful beautiful mm -hmm. gave very nostalgic vibes um i just got a you know a lot of respect for everyone involved in the filmmaking process of the movie all the actors and I, my review is going to be my score is going to be biased because i love airplanes i grew up loving <laughs> airplanes yeah. i have yeah. a model airplane right over there if you guys yeah, you guys can't it. see it but i'm pointing it out to the guys in here <laughs> and um yeah, uh, that stuff always will connect with me very well. I always say that when I go on a plane with Charlie, I'm never afraid because if the pilot goes down or something, I'm raising his hand and I'm just going to be like, he'll fly because <laughs> this man used to like put hours in on flight simulator yeah, uh, and like yeah. <laughs> fly us to Brazil overnight on weekends and yeah. stuff. And I was like, you know, as when I was young, I was like, I was a little game. But after you're like, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> impressive. Um, but yeah, Charlie does love planes. So I can see where the bias yeah. is. Fun fact, they actually put a Top Gun Maverick little thing in the new flight simulator game so you can fly the planes that are in the movie have you, bought, uh, so have cool. you got on already no i haven't tried it but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm planning on it um yeah uh nine out of ten for me okay Perfect. Nine out of yeah. 10. Yeah. it just oh. i got this feeling like i walked out of this movie with a feeling like they don't make movies like this anymore mm. type of thing mm. even though it's a new twist on an something old they already did idea mm -hmm. yeah but it, there's something about the movie, how it like progresses and like the feel good aspect. It makes you of feel it, good. It does. Um, that we used to see in a lot of 80s and 90s and maybe early 2000s Hollywood films that we don't really get as much today. Yeah. And that was special to me. It was a special uh, viewing mm -hmm. uh, in the theater. And so I will go out and also say that I think it's probably the best theater going experience I've had in a while. Yeah, in a while. Wow. 
I could like I could say Spider Man. I can say Spider Man, right? Dune as well. I could say Spider Man, but Spider Man. If I look back at it, it's just it's, it's all fanfare. It's all fanfare cameo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this movie just story wise and all the action and everything. It's one of it's one of the best ones I've seen in a theater in, in a long time. Yeah, and definitely movie, want to rewatch an IMAX with the sub. One hundred percent. I want to rewatch it again too. <laughs> this movie, I think, you know, just to that point, the fanfare. It does the fanfare, but yeah. it doesn't rely on it. And I think that exactly. that's what sets it yeah. apart from exactly. films that kind of reboot like this, right? Exactly. Um, so that was still great to see. Absolutely. And and that's that. Go watch this movie. That's my please recommendation. Do, please, please, do, please, please go and check with it. That out. being said, y'all, it is so good to be back. Um, pro- we promise y'all we're gonna be a lot more active. In we'll do more. We are going to do more because there is a lot of good films coming out this summer. Um, oh, guys, yeah. movie theaters are back. They're and back. They're back. Baby. Are back. We are getting great films and bigger than year. ever. Yes, love to yeah. see it. Go so, watch y'all. this movie. We love you. Thank you for listening. Thank you.